The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. Time for the 49ers Rush Podcast. And here's your host, John Chapman. What is going on, Faithful? It is a great 49ers day because I got this guy next to me. Oh, it's mirrored. I got to point the other way. Johnny Dale, the man, the myth, the legend, as good of a content creator that exists for anybody. How are you doing today, Johnny? Man, I was I was about to say fantastic, but as like I told you before the show, I spent this morning with my CPA doing taxes. Oh. And, uh, you know, they say the only things that are certain in life are death and taxes and uh, it was it was as fun as a colonoscopy. So you know, we're go, we're, we're walking a little side you know side to side today, but we're doing good. Ah, uh, well, I'm hoping that this will be a little bit of a reprieve, and we could just have an absolute blast because man, I've got a fun one today. We're gonna upset some people. Uh, we got Johnny on the show, so we got to talk some scheme and some X's and O's, which is gonna be fun. Obviously, some draft stuff. But real quick before we get to that, I love all the hashtag CCs. Last week, without even me paying attention, I didn't even know it, um, we hit episode 800, and I didn't even know it. We we passed it without noticing, and so we got to do a giveaway. So we are going to be giving away an autographed Debo Samuel jersey. That is what's up uh, to all the hashtag CCs. Now, there's multiple ways to enter. If you're a Patreon supporter, automatically enter. Uh, on Twitter, we put it out there. It's my pinned uh, tweet. 
You can retweet that. Another entry. You can hashtag CC. Uh, that's an entry. We are going to be announcing the winner live uh, on our Monday show. So win a free Debo jersey. Why not, man? It's autographed. Have a good time. Uh, just an extra way to say thank you for all the support over the years. When this draft hits, man, this will be my eighth year. Um, doing this crazy show where we just talk football and have a good time, man. And, and, and I'm thankful again, Johnny. I appreciate you being here. And so real quick, if somebody didn't know who Johnny is, okay, this dude's the XNO's machine. I'm a film guy. This guy's an XNO scheme guy. So, Johnny, walk us through just a little bit of what you're working on, some of your last uh, recent episodes, um, and where they can find you and support you. So they can find me on YouTube at Johnny Dells Football Academy. You can just Google it. If, you, if you're saying, man, I'm not sure where I can find it, you can just Google Johnny Dells Football Academy or just Johnny Dell, and it'll take you. Uh, first thing that pops up is the YouTube channel. You can find me on Twitter at Johnny Dells. Again, also uh, check out Twitter for Johnny Dells Football Academy. Uh, that's where I'm at. And what they're going to see, so during the offseason right now, man, I'll tell you, near the end of the season, it was rough, man. They were there, the As you know, it was content was coming fast and quick and uh, we we're grinding. And so I was taking a little bit of a mental break for a few weeks, trying to just uh, rest and recover. Um, I've lost like five pounds. I mean, I'm glad I, I've had some more time um, to, to be a little healthier. And uh, but so we're, right now we're working on uh, I'm working on a series on the Shanahan offense. So I'm going to be doing a series of, of just kind of a, an introduction for Fans who, you know, sometimes as we're going through the season, I do a lot of review breakdowns and we move a little bit quick through some of the concepts and some of the plays and things. And we're going to dive into a little bit of detail on, you know, what this concept is. Uh, Deb's a great uh, supporter. I of, I know she supports your channel. She's been on my channel. Uh, it, there supports it. I love the support. Um but we're going to just look at, okay, if you want to know what a wide zone is, we're going to talk about the wide zone. And I may even, you know, get my Alex Gibbs wide zone. You know, if you've ever heard Alex Gibbs talks, he's got it. that, that he is a Mississippi boy. Um, and we'll talk about things like uh, a speedo concept, the pin concept, things like this, just passing concepts that are staples of the Shanahan offense. We'll go one by one through them through the off season. And then we're doing the podcast uh, myself and Adam Marino. You were gracious enough to, to uh, come on and, and uh, bring your presence and the great John Chapman aura onto our channel. And we had a great time, but we're doing our podcast. We're trying to get a show out Mondays and Thursdays or Fridays, uh, been a little under under the weather the last uh, ten days, so I wasn't able to put out a, a show the, at the beginning of last or at the end of last week. Uh, so yeah, I was I had almost had no voice, like the pollen Dude, in under the, the weather is, and taxes. Are you just like a glutton for punishment, man? Pretty much, yeah. I mean, it was it was rough. Uh, I was just like, yeah, universe is coming after me. Uh, but no, I almost had no voice. I'm like, ah, I can't really, as you know, it's a little hard <laughs> to talk when that happens. So. But other than that, we're it, that that's where the people can find me. And uh, thank you for bringing me on your show. I always appreciate the opportunity that somebody allows to uh, borrow your audience for a little bit of time. Ooh, it's awesome. And in the description of this video, it's the very first line, whether you're listening, watching, downloading, the link is right there. It's simple. And then once you do go subscribe, I need you to do just like Jason did. And post it, man. The community is all about growing. There's enough room for everybody. And so anybody that he gets as a subscriber, the fan base gets more knowledgeable. The more knowledgeable you are, the funner you're going to have on game days. And that's what we're here for. Now, 
Let's jump into this. I got to give a shout out to my man, Brian, uh, Brian White. He did a heck of a job and he emailed me this concept in my email box right now. My DMs, it's all, should we trade this guy? What could we get for this player? And okay. I'm just going to be very, very honest. I'm like an old hat in the fact that I'm like, nope, keep everybody. You draft, bring a couple free agents. That's it. Like I'm vanilla. If I go to the ice cream shop, my family gets all the crazy stuff. I get vanilla. I want a vanilla. I just want vanilla ice cream. I'm simple. So Johnny's going to be the bad guy today. Okay. Um, actually, I am. I'm going to be. We did a little bit of this with Wayne earlier in the week, but I went through all my messages and I just wrote down every single player that's been mentioned to me that should we trade this? What could we get for this player? Johnny's going to be the GM, John Lynch. I'm going to be opposing teams trying to acquire some of these 49ers players. Johnny, how do you feel about this? I didn't give him a up on these players, by the way. He doesn't. He, he didn't, and uh, I'm excited for it. I'm ready to, to see uh, if we can fire off some John Lynch uh, Hall of Fame shots. You know, uh, he, he, he was a heavy hitter, so we're going we're gonna to swing back. So, and again, the whole purpose of this isn't because I think these players should be traded. It's to provide context. Every single team puts out feelers. And again, John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan have said repeatedly, we'll listen on any player. Nobody's off limits because you might get one of those home run offers. And so let's start it off. Rumors have been swirling about Brandon Ayuk. One, he's in his fifth-year deal, about to get a new long-term deal if you keep him, which is what I want to happen. But ru rumors have come out that uh, several teams, three in fact, have reached out to the 49ers about Brandon Ayuk. And the 49ers have said, we're not interested. But let's simulate one of those calls, okay? Let's just pretend I'm an AFC team. I call you. What's it going to take for me, Johnny, to get Brandon Ayuk off your hands? We, You're a running team. You don't use them near as much as we would. We run four wide. We <clears> want him. <throat> what do we got to do, Johnny? What do you want? You name your price. Let's do this. I don't think you're going to want to pay my price because here's the deal. I know that you are going to have to give up draft capital and a contract. And are you going to do both at the high level that Brandon Ayuk deserves? Because Brandon Ayuk is a key player on our team. Brandon Ayuk is a huge element of our running game. He is our top man-beating receiver. He's our ex-receiver, which we do not have another one on the team. So what I'm going to ask for is I'm going to ask for, for a first-round pick, and I don't think you're going to be willing to do that. Ooh, so you're, you're talking late first. That's what Josh threw up in the chat as well. Uh-oh, the chat's freezing over here. Uh, hopefully I'm not. There we go. So, okay, fine. I'm going to give you the 22nd overall pick. You let me worry about the contract. Will you take the number 22nd pick in this year's draft, Brandon? I, you just straight up, man. Let's make it this easy. Let, let's just make this deal, buddy. No, look, you know as well as I do, there's a reason why you're coming to me for a trade at wide receiver for Brandon Ayuk. And, and there's a reason why you're willing to give up the 22nd overall pick in this draft because there is, we all know that the top-end talent is not there in this draft in the wide receiver class. So here's what you have to like give me. I don't like it either. I really you, don't like yeah, it. Yeah, and I mean, our, our scouts have been working their tails off. They know that this is a, a draft that we are not going to find a Brandon Ayuk in, and you know that. And so I'm going to ask for a first and a conditional third. So, uh, you know, if, if you're willing to make something like that happen, maybe we can talk. Uh, but, but you know, that, that's, that's where I, what I'm looking for. Is there a spot 
where if that first round pick crept up to a certain number, like 15 or 12, where you're like, I'm down with this. Yes. Yes. I mean, now, realistically, if I'm really thinking about this trade, I don't see Brandon a getting anywhere close to that high. I don't um, when you, When you look at the landscape of the NFL, I just don't see um, see a, a receiver with the production that Ayuk has had. And I love Brandon Ayuk. I think he's a fantastic receiver. I just don't see him drawing the value that we would need to get back to actually really let him go. Um, like, like, we just talked about I'm not high on this wide receiver class. I, and I don't think, and and many of them, the, the, the better it's, I will say it's not devoid of talent, but I think it's really stocked with a lot of like late second round talent. Um, That's what I feel like that there's a number of guys that you could really put in that late second round. But as far as guys that fit with the 49ers like from receivers, which is, physical receivers, thick receivers. Uh, I don't see the, that talent there. And so I just don't see a pathway to actually get better by trading Brandon Ayuk. I love it. I absolutely love it. Um, Big Papa says BA's value to us is probably greater than it would be to other teams. And you have to remember the Niners developed that the whole doghouse thing and forcing him to get into run blocking to where his persona changed. Fred Warner, you know, I, I, I refer to him as Frankenstein. Fred Warner turned that dude into a monster, and now he's fighting people uh, like freaking Jawan Jennings out there, uh, which I love. So I, I want B.A. around here. Um, I don't want him going in again. Whenever I say these things, I'm being devil's advocate. Having said that, okay, let's flip to the defensive side. Let's do a back-end roster guy. Again, this is not me saying we should trade him. Ambry Thomas, league needs corners. This dude had he started in the NFC Championship game. He played did the whole playoff run. You benched him. You didn't give him any looks. So we could use him. What if I sent you a seventh round pick for Ambry Thomas? He's on the back end of your roster anyway. Football season may be over, but the action on the floor is heating up. Whether it's tournament season or fight for home playoff court, there's no shortage of high stakes basketball moments this time of year. Get in on the excitement with Prize Picks, America's number one fantasy sports app, where you can turn your hoops knowledge into serious cash. And Prize Picks even offers injury insurance so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players get injured. For basketball games, if you have a player who exits the game in the first half and does not return in the second, that player projection won't count against you and the rest of your entry stays live. There's lots of bets. Stephen Curry, over 27.5 points. Draymond Green, will he make one three-pointer or no? Very easy things to bet. Download the app today and use code 49ers for a first deposit match up to $100. Again, download the Prize Picks app today and use code 49ers for a first deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. If you care about security and convenience, you need Eufy Video Lock. Let's just say you're sitting on the couch and you want to lock the door and you don't want to get up. Got you covered. You're wondering who's visited your house while you're away from home? Done. You want video that's stored on your device without a monthly fee? Eufy Video Lock has everything that you need. On top of that, it's easy to install. You don't have to drill anything. All you need is a Phillips screwdriver. That's it. Keyless entry, finger point recognition, no battery anxiety, and they have 24-7 customer support on standby for you whenever you need it. So if you haven't yet, go to 
Eufy Video Lock. You can Google it. You can check out the videos and all those things. That is E-U-F-Y Video Lock. Or visit eufyofficial.com slash video lock to see how you can gain complete control of your door. That's Eufy Video Lock. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. Well, here's the deal. As we've seen, the reason why Ambry Thomas was starting in that NFC Championship game is that we have needed a depth of corners. And look, Ambry is a kid that we believe a lot in. We 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 think a lot of, and he's been working his tail off. He's uh, we don't think that he he declined at all. We just you know we we think that uh, Diamador Lenore Demo really shot up there on the uh on the depth chart and just overtook him that doesn't mean we believe any less than Avery Thomas so uh you know we're not going to be uh giving him away for anything less than we got him for Ooh. so uh that's, okay that's, that's you got him I'm in the fifth is that correct or no you got him with your comp pick that was right. a third round comp pick right let's meet in the middle okay and I want everybody to answer this you're going to write one of two things Ambry or a sixth round pick we'll do middle of the sixth round that's the best I got for you Ambry or a sixth final offer talk to me Johnny Let's make this deal, baby. If you're picking above us in the third, I might do it with Ambry, sixth, and swapping thirds. Ooh, that's sexy. Look at you. Look at you. Uh, I might do that. No, on the sixth. Uh, the on, and here's the reason why. Just uh, you know, pulling back from being John Lynch from Johnny Dell. Uh, there's a there's a kid. I'm I'm I, I think he's going to be there at the early third safety, uh, Sidney Brown. If if that was the pick that got you Sidney Brown, I'd I'd take it in a heartbeat. I'm a pretty big Sidney Brown fan myself. Um, uh, I, I just channeled my William Defoe American Psycho. You know, I'm a little bit of a scientist myself. Um, I really like Sidney Brown. I didn't like his measurables. Um, near as much as I thought, but my athletic comp for him was Dante Whitner. That was before the combine. The testing seemed to prove that four four seven speed. You know, he, he's that five ten to eleven. He's thicker, dude. I like him a lot. I think he's going in the second round. You think that he could possibly fall to the third third round? I think. Well, uh, up until he ran sub four five, I did. Um, at four four seven, I think it, it will be hard to get him. We, and and here's another reason I swapped that pick because we have so many third round picks that now gives you enough ammo to maybe move up into the second to pick to get Sidney Brown. That's what I'm looking at. Is do you package? Do you get more draft capital for a guy that, like you say, is on the back end of the roster, but now allows you to move up and pick a Sidney Brown? The comp I had for Sidney Brown was Talanoa Hafunga. Um, just the way he wh- who he reminds me of when he moves. You know, I saw him in in person at the Senior Bowl. And he was, as far as defensive backs for the national team, impressed me more than anybody else. Um, and, you know, when 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 you see him on the back end, you don't notice him because he was always in the right spot. And that's a big deal. Um, 
And so, yeah, that's that that's the o- that is the only reason I might move on from Ambry Thomas. Other than that, I really actually do like Ambry Thomas, and I think the team would be more than happy to keep him on the roster and and would feel okay with him starting. Now, you know, there are questions of when we had guys go down, Samuel Womack was going in outside over Thomas. Uh, I think there may be a little bit more going on there than what they're admitting. Um but you know, I'd I'd move Thomas if I could if I had a chance to get Sidney Brown in a heartbeat. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, it's easy to have these conversations and talk like fifth, sixth, whatever. But whenever you put a tangible player at that value, it totally just brings more color um, to the discussion to help you understand. Like, this is what the difference is. Um, and I think that's a big one. And so I, I don't know what's going to happen with Ambry this year. I really, really don't. But I can remember when the 49ers had zero corner depth and how that just destroyed games. Uh, just destroyed games. So I, I'm totally with that. And yeah, yeah um, these are all players that I've got emails on. I'm not creating these out of my own or whatever. Um, all right, here we go. Let's talk about our backup running back, Elijah Mitchell. Lots of injuries, but whenever he plays, he's great. You've got a guy, he's the number two. He could be our number one. You drafted him late. You could get back what you drafted for him. So if I offer you a six-round pick for Elijah Mitchell, what say you, Johnny? I say no. I say I'm I'm gonna look for at least a third. Uh Ooh. you know, because we love we love we love running backs in the third, and I don't think you're gonna be willing to to pay a third for a guy who uh was injured all of last year. Uh one, we get the value of a guy that we know can be a number one back uh if if he's able to be in there at a cheap contract. That contract is worth a lot. You know, he's he's a very affordable contract, and uh so you know, we're gonna need some serious value to back to move on from him and we really love the idea of what we can do when we put him and christian mccaffrey on the field at the same time and uh and and so i'm we really like we love our running back room and don't don't really want to change it that sounds exactly like what they would say we're really happy with our running back room we're really happy with these running backs and and, i'm trying to i'm trying to channel that john i'm feeling it man (laughs) i'm feeling it now whenever one of the things you said is talking about the cap we mentioned briefly right before we went live, you're seeing across the NFL just people just dumping contracts because the NFL is at this weird spot where teams don't have enough money to pay all of these solid contributing starters. Johnny, explain to us why the NFL is kind of dumping all these contracts now and why this is different than most years. So we have to remember that the CBA was renegotiated right before 2020, right? So um, what that meant, there was uh, an extra clause in there in the CBA that um, teams <clears throat> were going that what what teams were doing was they were trying to get under a certain amount before the CBA renewed because then they got extra carryover down the road. And so, and, and it also meant they had to meet certain spending requirements and things. So what, ha- what you ended up having was a lot of teams were backloading contracts in 2019. And that was, that was taking effect in, in 20, 21, 22. And the big one was 23. People were love to backload that fourth year of a contract. And that's where that bill is coming due for a lot of teams. And then compound that with, then you had the COVID year of 2020 where the cap tanked. And then they, the league said, we're going to spread the losses out over three years. And to even get under the cap in 2020, you had teams converting base salary to bonuses 
and kicking that cap down the road. And it's just compounding and compounding. I think 23 has been the year that you're really seeing the, that bill come due for a huge chunk of teams. You know, the Saints being one. You look at the Saints. They've, <laughs> they've been the most egregious. Them and the Rams have been the most egregious. Oh, it's cap. it's it's insane. Uh, you know, they're they're still right now like 24 million over the cap. And they backloaded the crap out of Derek Carr's contract. I, I, I didn't realize how much they backloaded it until I looked at it. You know, because it, it I'd heard he got signed. And I was like, how did they afford him? Looked at the contract and it was like way back. I mean that can, baby. Just yeah, they I mean it. They're what they're going to end up adding a couple void years to his contract at some point just to try and spread that out to like 2030. Um, and, and they still are going to have to do maneuvering just to get under the cap this year. And you look at there's like 10 teams that are over the cap right now um, that there's. And, and so that's what you're seeing is shedding these big contracts, these backloaded contracts when guys are in their third and fourth years, the big base salaries are due and they're shedding the contracts to try and get under. It's either a way that they say, well, we're, this is our way of renegotiating with you in public. Um, or we believe that there's going to be enough free agents out there where everybody's, the value is going to drop. I think what you're going to see is the top tier guys will get those record setting deals. You know, when they want to be, I want to be the new highest paid player in the league at this position. The Johnny Dales of free agency. They're, they're, they're cashing in, baby. That's what I'm talking oh, about. Oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're like a Nick Bosa. Okay. Nick Bosa might reset the, the edge market okay you're gonna see something like that but i think where you're really gonna see the market not keep up is in the mid-tier guys because there's gonna be so much competition as you're seeing you know that that free agent list is growing and growing and growing if you're looking for like a mid-tier edge guy there's like 10 names out there right now that are that are decent names you know you're looking at like a jadavion Clowney. you're looking at a robert quinn you're looking at a samson ebucom you're looking at dante fowler jr you're looking at a yannick and gawkway okay you have a bunch of these guys there that I think are going to be those mid-tier um, guys that are going to draw interest, but they're not going to be drawing that $15 million a year because the teams just don't have the cap and there's not enough teams that have that room. So I think you're going to see a lower um, kind of mid-tier uh, contracts situation going. I predict this happening uh, last year and I missed it a little bit because I didn't expect so many teams to end up kicking the can down the road another year. But I think that's what teams are, are doing right now is they're going to kick the can down the road. And this is the year that you're going to see more of those mid-level contracts not inflate. They're going to they're going to stay a little bit lower. Um, this I mean, I don't know if you've looked at the safety class alone. There's there's a, a bunch of like safeties where, you know, their name, you know, you know who they are uh, that are out there, which is just kind of crazy to think because of how valuable safeties are. And I, I think, you know, one, just to give an example of teams pushing back their cap numbers. If we just look at Trent Williams, whenever he got his deal done in 2021, listen to these cap hits. First year, 8 million. 2022, 9 million. This year, 27, right? So everybody knew that the cap would jump up after that COVID year because of the loss of revenue. I don't think it jumped up as much as everybody hoped, but uh, eventually it's the American way, baby. You just push those payments in the future. We'll deal with those later. Um, and, you know, you're talking about the safety market. I think this is key. We got news today that Tayshawn Gibson is one coming back. The 49ers have expressed interest. And three, he is going to test the free agent market, which tells me one thing. Niners said, we want you. Here's what we can pay you. You might be able to get more elsewhere. If you want to go check that, that's cool with me. We also had Jimmy Ward walk back his stance on 
doing free agency. So I think that's exactly, I think everybody's realizing like, holy crap, you're going to pay me what? I led the team in interceptions. I had the most snaps for your entire defense. I'm Tayshawn Gibson, baby. You're going to offer me $4 million a year? Ah, look at this safety class. We could draft somebody in the third round that we really, really like. Right. It's you know, I, I, I think, um, I think with a guy like Gibson, uh, the 49ers are looking at the landscape of who's out there for free agency and who's out there in the draft. And uh, they're feeling good. And, you know, remember they also got Tervarius Moore, who uh, I'm not hugely high on. I was higher on him when he was younger. Um, He's a free still, agent now though. Yeah. I think they can, they're going to bring him back for cheap though. Yeah, I do. Uh, he's a, he's a good special teams guy. Um, I know that's not the sexy thing to talk about. People are like, oh, it's bringing a player free agency, special teams. Um, but I, he's got the speed to go cover on special teams. But I think the 49ers are looking at it and they're saying, we're not going to overpay for a, a guy that, you know, while we believe in you, you've really had one really good year of production. Um, and, you know, he's he's on that age tipping point. I mean, you, you just look at some of the names that are out there. You know, you got Jimmy Ward who can they believe in him playing nickel or safety. You got Vaughn Bell's out there. You got Adrian Amos is out there. You got Jordan Jordan Poyer's out there. You got Jesse Bates is the big name out there. I don't think we go after him. And then there's a bunch of other names of guys that have been starters in the league, like Jonathan Abram out of Seattle. Uh, you got a few other guys out there that just are in that that I don't see, you know, them wanting to pay four or five million to Tayshawn Gibson. If they think they can get, you know, an Amos at three, uh, I don't know yeah. if Amos comes at three, but it, how many teams are going to be out there wanting to pay so many of these safety six, $7 million when, you know, 50, only 10 teams in the league even have the cap space to sign these guys. And six of them have a safety already. Um, you know, so like it's just it, it becomes interesting of of I think they're looking around the league. I think uh, I think why you're seeing Jimmy Ward maybe walk some of that back is he's starting to realize that the market will not be as flush as he was hoping, because like like you said, that you're seeing more contracts get dumped. You're seeing more players are getting ready to hit free agency. I think players were thinking that more of these guys were going to get retained by their teams and they're not. And they're they're not liking what the teams are offering. And so they're going, oh, I'll test free agency. And then, ooh, wait a minute. There's a lot more guys at my position out there. Maybe I don't want to test free agency. And I think as the free agency is coming for the first time in a while, players are losing leverage the closer we get to free agency. Yeah, it's getting bad. Uh, Dr. Steve Brule, I love it, uh, says Christopher Smith is more of a coverage guy, but I like him if he could add some more weight. Uh, that's the Georgia safety. Now, I do have him third round grade, 5'11", 192, a little bit slower, ran a 4'6", 240. But, man, he's a beast. Um, just a really solid defender on the backside of that Georgia defense. That was great. And, again, just another example, another testament to there's a lot of guys at this safety position. It's deep. And so 49ers haven't spent at that position financially outside of Jimmy Ward. But, again, the previous regime drafted um, both Tar and Ward. They – haven't spent that much on this position. So I don't expect them to start doing that now. It just doesn't make sense to me. Now, real quick question I want to clear up. Dante, he says, the ticker scrolling on the bottom shows 11 picks. I thought the Niners had 10. Uh, you're not wrong. It's not finalized. This is based off of OTCs uh, on the on the on uh, over the cap, their compensation formula. So the NFL has not officially awarded. The Niners probably are going to get 10, but they could get 11. So the one that would be off is that very last seventh round pick. 
Um, so if if it's going to be 10 or 11, but it's it depends on how the formula with playing time, the amount average per year, and postseason awards, that's the formula that goes into those things. So you're not wrong. Probably going to be closer to 10, but that's kind of where that's at. So uh, anyway, throw that out there. Now, here we go. Let's talk about this. We got to talk some scheme. You're here, man. You, yeah, teach us your ways, my friend. What do you see the biggest difference for this 49ers defense on the back end, changing from defensive coordinator D'Amico Ryans to Wilkes? What are you seeing differently on the coverage side? Are we going to do more single high, more cover three? What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. What do you think's in store? So when you look at Wilkes uh, and Ryan's very similar coverage structure, uh, they both they both like to play a lot of zone. They both uh, will run a matching type of zone where they're going to protect the seams. Okay. So they protect the seams. They, they use the will to cover the number three coming across on a deep over, which is so um, one way that the teams will attack cover three. We do this all the time. You'll, you maybe run play action. You'll clear out one side of the field. And if I'm not wigging my camera out too much with all my hand moving, I'm Italian. So I talk with my hands and it wigs out my camera. Um, but then you have a, a deep over that comes over the top. What we like to do is use a linebacker to match that route. Okay. Um, we don't, we don't, task any of the the flat player on that side with with matching that and allows us to do that wilkes does the same thing uh because cover four plays very similar he runs a lot of palms coverage which, which we do uh or some people call it two read um it's a cover four that's that can convert to cover two based upon the read of the number or the release of the number two receiver um coverage structure is very similar now where they differ is in how often they'll do certain things so you will see a little bit less just cover three zone. We D'Amico Ryan's love to play cover three zone on base downs, especially against uh, any sort of run personnel. And he, and oftentimes if teams were ever in a, in a condensed formation of any kind, it was going to be cover three. Um, he would, he was going to protect against the run that way, bring it down. If they spread out, usually you rarely saw us in a single high versus spread out. Uh, and that's usually, I'm assuming that, 
Ryan's was calling a couple plays in the huddle. If they spread out, we're going to do this. If they they're condensed, we're going to do that as part of the game plan. Um, with Wilkes, you're going to see probably a little more single high early base downs, and then you're going to see a lot more pressure. Uh, Wilkes blitzed about four times as much as Ryan's did. Ryan's loved to play seven man coverage and just bring four. When he would blitz, though, they were really well designed blitzes to bring a free rusher. Uh, Wilkes's blitz packages are a little bit different, um, different flavor. They they accomplish similar things. Uh, Ryan's love to, you know, you'd always see Fred Warner come up and, and stand over the center, right? We saw that all the time, okay? And that was that the center had to had to honor that, or he sometimes he'd stand right over head up over a guard, and we would we would present everything just as it was pre-snap to make sure we were actually almost, it was almost like you're making it really easy for the offensive line to see. These are all the potential rushers. You're not trying to confuse. You're just saying you have to account for all of these people because they all could rush. So we're going to sit here. You and, and now we know who's got what. And so if we drop this guy out, we know this guy is going to be blocking grass. Okay. So, then we would do do things outside of that where Wilkes will be a little bit different is he will uh, adjust the the rushing based upon the slide of the line. So you'll he'll bring like two linebackers, sugar the A gaps, or they'll be on either side of the center. And then wherever the center slides to, that linebacker will drop back. So it, it's it's if the center slides to the left, then that linebacker he drops into coverage and the other guy comes. If he slides to the right, vice versa. Okay. I saw that a bunch on film that it was a blitz package. He really liked. And what that does is that makes it so that center is not going to be able to help anybody. He's going to be blocking grass. And so, um, that allows them to bring, he likes to bring five a lot. He rarely brought six solo or, uh, I said Sala. Ryan's brought six a little <laughs> bit more than Wilkes did. Wilkes loves to bring five, and he runs a lot of – it's either man or fire zone behind it. So you, I think you're going to see more of that. Um, I think a fire zone is kind of going to be our thing, which yeah. I like. I, I don't know if we're going to be switching very much to a man concept or as many man concepts. Now, we were the most zone-heavy team in the NFL last year. I, do you think that's going to continue? Do you think that we'll still be the most zone-dominant team? I, I think it depends on what Ryan's does down there in Texan in, in Houston. Um, oh, you know, okay. I see what you're right? saying. So, I see what you're uh, saying. if, if Ryan's runs the same defense that we ran down there, we will not be a zone. We will not be the most zone heavy team. The Texans will be. Um, but I don't see us going much far away from man just because our, like our corners, our linebackers are so good in zone. They're just they're very, very good in zone and and in the coverage structure of zones that we have. When you have guys like Greenlaw and Warner and Hafunga who can be in the box, both stop the run and you feel okay with them matching certain receivers, there's very few teams that have this personnel to match receivers with linebackers and your box safety. Um, that gives you a lot of options to force quarterbacks to think post snap because they're trying to figure out who's going to be the guy that matches this certain route. And they've got to be able, you know, so they've, they've got to keep, they've got to bounce their eyes in a number of places. When you do that, that slows down the quarterbacks that allows your pass rush to get there. So I, I think when Kyle talks about, he wants to keep the scheme the same. I think that's what he's going to, what you're going to see now. I do believe you will see more pressure, um, but you know, it's going to be more of these, these fire zones. Instead, we would do these, uh these kind of matching 
it's it's was technically considered a zone, but it uses man match principles. So it's a zone with man match principles. We would do a lot of times when we blitzed with Ryan's where like Fred Warner's dropping back into a zone, but he's going to pick up the number three. So that's where it is. So yes, he's dropping into a zone, but he's man matching the number three. Um, So, you know, that I don't think you'll see quite as much. I like it. I like it. Corey, I want to say thank you for the super chat. And, you know, this is something else that I get uh, quite often. Uh, He says, I'm kind of star jaded, lost interest in the draft of free agency. How much better can this team really get? Quarterback seems to be all that matters at this point. Thank you, Corey, for your contribution and supporting the show. It means a lot. He's got a fair point, you know, especially with the way in which the 40 hours red shirt, you know, the majority of their picks and all that kind of stuff. And the foundation is built. But I would argue, man, if you just look at new impact starters from last year, Spencer Burford, Aaron Banks, traded for CMC, you could throw him in there. But defensive side, good gosh. Um, Talano Funga, like he was a new guy. Diamador Lenore, uh, Tayshawn Gibson, moving Jimmy Ward down. Like there's still going to be, who are those splash players? And so I do think that this team can get better. I know people want to talk about how the window is this year and next year. I'm sorry, I don't buy into that. Um, Maybe it's more open and it's easy to see that it's open now. But in your opinion, Johnny, the way that they've built with homegrown talent, I feel like this is a little bit more sustainable than trading draft picks for these super high-priced free agents with the Niners really haven't done. I think you're 100% right uh, that you know we're – we're a team that we have lots of talent and we've acquired it in a lot of different ways. And, you know, we're, we're the Patriots. If the Patriots didn't have Tom Brady, right? Uh, the Patriots people assume just because they have Tom Brady, that's why they won all their Super Bowls. No, they were a deep talented team and they didn't do it in the flashy way all the time. They didn't, you know, go in and go out and sign all these big time free agents or trade all these picks. They were like known for, it was like, guaranteed when the Patriots came around at the 31st pick in the draft, 32nd pick in the draft, they were going to trade back uh, and pick up more picks and, and pick up these role player guys. We have followed that model really well and have built a very deep, both, both, you know, depth and width uh, team that is stout. And it's, it's like, you know, he, he, he made a good point of that quarterback seems like the only thing that matters because it's, it's felt like that's been the position that we just cannot get, even consistency at, you know, or any sort of solidity at. So, uh, you know, I, I think the the way that they've gone about building this team, they've gone about developing coaches, developing front front uh, office personnel. That this team, this organization, does everything right. Uh, we have just not been able to get over that hump. But when you do everything right, you're going to be competitive for a long time. Now you throw a you know, if we, you find that answer at quarterback, which they hope they have on the team already, uh, that's why I'm not really interested in a lot of the names thrown out there. Is like, well, no, I would, let let's let's believe let's look at Brock Purdy or Trey Lance. One of the, our best scenarios, one of those two being the guy, and then we're ready. You know, we're good to go for a long time. Um, so I think they're they're built the right way to keep competing year after year. 
Yeah, it, David, shout out to David R. He sent me an email this week, and he, he basically said this. He said, you know, I heard the national media, they were talking about how the Eagles built this entire homegrown roster, and they developed their own guys, drafted their own guys, and all that stuff. And he asked, like, where do the 49ers fit with the Eagles in the, as far as starters? So I went through and I counted both squads up. The Eagles, man, impressive. 14 of their 22 starters, they drafted themselves. It's pr- that's an anomaly in today's NFL. So I went through the 49ers. 16. They have eight offensive starters they drafted, eight defensive starters they drafted. So 16 out of 22. Like this is a it's it's a it's a building stepping block that continues to go. And you talked about the quarterback position. The window's open. And if that quarterback position could just be, it doesn't have to be top five, right? But if it could be top 10 throughout the entire process, it's going to be a Super Bowl. And you just kind of, it's got that keep chopping mentality. And you've got these two cats in there now, Trey Lance and Brock Purdy. And man, if one of those guys just pans out, you know, it, I feel like Brock Purdy set the floor pretty damn high. And it's not a, that's not a bad thing. What are your thoughts as far as, again, you know, the Brock Purdy surgeries tomorrow? We're recording this Thursday. What are your thoughts just on Trey Lance? Because we know he's healthy now. We know he's working out now. All those things. What's the number one thing you want to see from him during this offseason progression, OTAs, mini camps, all that stuff? What is it that you're looking for progress-wise, Trey Lance, just during this offseason? What do we need to see? What I want to see is efficiency in the short passing game. Um, I, I think one, you know, people assume that the deep ball came in more with Trey Lance because that's what Shanahan wants out of the offense. I think he came in more because that's a strength of Trey Lance and he doesn't have the short game passing efficiency that we've had with Jimmy G or, you know, that we ended up seeing with Brock Purdy. If he adds that to his game, that will be huge and that will help the his the running game that they're adding with him, because that's where that really starts to stress the defense. When you have weak side linebackers who have to choose, you know, and this is what we saw with Philadelphia's offense. When you have weak side linebackers who have to choose between helping on the run with the quarterback or the running back or covering in that short, quick area where Brandon Ayuk loves to live, where Debo Samuel loves to live, where George Kittle loves to live. Um, that really starts to stress defense. And that's what then allows that big arm to open up down the field. So I want to see decisiveness in that uh, anticipation on his throws, understanding um, how to manipulate zone coverages. Uh, These are all things though, that I I think I'm not expecting a huge jump from now until week one. I I want to see progression. Um, I think where you really see that is if he's able to start games one, through games 10, you start to see these things move. Um, you know, because we got to remember, Brock Purdy looked as polished he was because he had like, what, 40 more starts in college than Trey Lance. So, you know, he's got a lot of games that he has not played uh, that he's just got to play. And I want to see just a progression in there of that quick passing game of being able to get the ball in your playmaker's hands. Let your playmakers, you know, do their thing. Uh, Jimmy G is, is the most, one of the most physically limited quarterbacks ever. And he understood that and said, I'm just going to get the ball to my playmakers. I'm going to get it into Brandon. Eggs hands. I'm going to get it to Debo Samuel's hands, almost throw a pick, but you know, what? he's going to run for 80 yards. Uh, you know, Trey Lance, let Debo Samuel run for 80 yards and get you a touchdown. You know, you don't have yeah. to throw it 60. 
the check downs, man. Check downs and get downs. I want them to check the ball down. I want them to slide. I want them to not take hits. But again, we don't see that till week one. Uh, that's just kind of the way it goes. Now, just real quick, uh, we got a lot more questions to get to before we jump out of here. I do want to give an update. Um, my draft book, the version one, uh, will be coming out this Saturday for all Patreon subscribers. So if you're a Patreon subscriber, um, any tier, then you are going to be getting that. A, all you have to do is just type in Patreon and 49ers. Thankfully, we're the first one that pulls up. Um, and you got a seven-week free trial that we set up on there. So go check it out. I'm going to have that up. That's version one. Um, we'll do a final one once we get to closer to the draft. But we're at 147 pages, over 300 prospect write-ups, comps, everything that you need. We got you covered. Um, and a 49ers focus and tilt on those things. So uh, we've been working really, really hard behind the scenes. A lot of people have been helping with that. So I'm excited about that. Now, Couple questions I want to get to. Um, I feel like you know. Let, let's just touch base on this quickly. David asks, "Is there any chance we kick the tires on Lamar?" Let me just say this: to get the Lamar deal done, you have to have two first-round picks, and they have to be higher than your original draft position or at the same. We don't have that pick. We can't even get into the sweepstakes of offering Lamar a deal. To further complicate things, let's say we traded, whatever, and got another first-round pick this year, and we wanted to make an offer to him. Let's say we're going to make you know, $45 million a year guaranteed, five years, whatever. I don't even care. The problem that complicates that further is the Ravens have a five-day period to match or not match. Well, guess what? Free agency starts in five days. So... You would have to acquire that first-round pick first. Then you would have to make a qualifying offer second. Then you would have to wait five days for the Ravens to say, no, nah, we'll take them. Then you're screwed because you can't spend any of that damn money during free agency. That's why I keep saying there's just too many damn hurdles for a practical approach. This isn't Madden. Um, Johnny, am I crazy? Please tell me I'm crazy. <laughs> you are not crazy. Uh, that is, I mean, thank, thank, thank you. Thank you for that because – uh, that is exactly where I've been, is that it's just not realistic. The amount of capital you have to give up and the amount of capital you have to give up just to get into the conversation isn't worth it. I mean, are you really going to give up a guy that you're going to get a, a high first-round pick for? Understand who we're talking about. We're talking like a George Kittle, a Christian McCaffrey maybe. You know, He would even be hard because we gave up what was eh, equal to like a late second for him or a late first, sorry, excuse me. Um, you're looking at a Debo Samuel. You're looking at a Trent Williams. Are you really going to trade one of these guys away just to start the conversation? That is too high of a price just to yep. start the conversation. I think it's absolutely uh, unrealistic to see Lamar here at all. Yeah, and not now. If you want to do the conversation of man, would it be better to have Lamar than Bosa? And like those are fun conversations. That's a wonderful thing, and I love stuff like that. That's what we used to do as kids all the time, right? Like th that's beautiful. However, logistically, it just does not work. It just does not work. Sadly, uh, doesn't mean I don't want Lamar or whatever else. It's just logically. Doesn't work. And yes, Lamar can turn down everything. He's got the franchise, the exclusive franchise tag. He could just play on that. I think it's 34 million guaranteed if he signs that. My guess is this is going to carry on. Um, so anyway, take that for you know whatever it is you want to do with. Um, 
Now, I do want to say shout out to my man, Troy. He says, day 13 in the hospital. Thank you for the entertainment. Troy is awesome. He came out and partied with us in Denver. Absolute one of the best people. That, he's just awesome. Troy, get better, man. Uh, we love you, bro. And look at this comment. Joe, I love Joe. He says, when I first started following the draft, I had 17 rounds. <laughs> I Let me ask you this, Johnny. Would you prefer a 10-round draft or kind of what we have now? I'd prefer what we have now. I don't want to yeah. see the NFL stretch. They, the NFL would turn it into a six-day thing. All right, and I'm wore out by day two. I'm like, all right. It took us 18 hours to get through round one. It's a lot. No, I mean, and in some ways, I mean, I get it. it. It's what allows contracts to get bigger. It's what allows the game to grow sometimes. Just sometimes I get a little tired of the NFL feeling like they are trying to wring every last penny out of every last event that they have. And, and that would just feel like a money grab. I'm with you there. And shout out to the man, the myth, the legend here, Jason Hurley, who crushes it. He says, thank you, John and Johnny. Been saying online, Lamar isn't feasible cap-wise or draft pick-wise. Again, not shots on Lamar. Not shots on if with a 40 hours would be better. Just, again, I go back to this. I would really like to date Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> That's not up to me. It's not up to me. Uh, it's not up to me. Uh, and I don't think my wife would be okay with that. So that's probably just kind not of the way it goes, but you know, it's what it is. Um, so man, Johnny, I just want to say thank you for your time. This has been an absolute blast. Um, looking forward to more. And again, the very first line in the description of this video or audio or podcast or whatever you download it, just go click on it. One support people. If you're one of those people that's sitting there saying, and you're screaming into your phone right now, I just don't like YouTube. That's okay. Guess what? This is a free way. To support content creators, all you got to do is just click on that link, hit subscribe, and if you're not a YouTube person, guess what? That's okay. You just help Johnny out and build the community. So uh, anyway, throw that out there. Johnny, any closing thoughts or remarks before we say goodbye to all these crazy people? Man, strap in, y'all. It's uh, uh, you think <laughs> Niner Twitter gets crazy? It's I think I think you're gonna see. I think you're going to see some people lose their minds when they see what Jimmy Garoppolo gets. Um, over or under $30 million per year? Over. I think so, too. Yeah. I mean, if, if you're the Panthers, if you're the Raiders, you know that you're a Jimmy G away from the playoffs. You, you, you're not you're not, not going after that. Um, you know, D'Amico, he I needs to I do not a, he want him to go to the Raiders. Not I don't for either. the Raiders. I, I, Devontae Adams is one of my favorite players of all time, and I think he's one of the best deep ball receivers ever. And so to pair that up with Jimmy Garoppolo bothers me. And I love Jimmy, but it's like you got the best deep ball wide receiver, and you're going to get somebody that refused. Now, would they win more games than they did with Derek Carr? Sure, they would. I think they would. Uh, and not saying that Jimmy's better than Derek Carr. I think they're equivalent, but they just have different skill sets. Right. Man, that would bother me. I want to see the deep ball. Also, I own Devontae Adams in my fantasy dynasty league. So there's that. I will throw that out there. I just, I'm interested in the pairing and seeing what Jimmy would do back in an Earhart Perkins offense with, uh, uh, with McDaniels out there, you know, having spent most all of his easy or at the beginning of his career with him. Uh, it's just is an interesting thing. Team that runs the ball. Well, plays, plays good defense. Um, for the most part, yeah. <laughs> for the most part, yeah. for the most part, for the most part. Um, but you know, and, and 
What is Jimmy G, just does Jimmy G push the ball down the field a little bit more with a Devontae Adams? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I would. Um, I mean, I yeah, don't like said, that thing, man. Just, I mean, we saw what Jarrett Stidham did. He was dropping 50 yard bombs, just letting <laughs> Devontae Adams go get it. Um, you know, so I think Jimmy's going to get a market. And I think uh, a bunch of people who uh, were less than kind to me when I said he'd get more money than he got with us. Uh, and uh, I think they're going to be finding that that market is very real. Um, you know, so I, I, but, but on top of that, then you're going to see, you're going to see free agents leave and you're going to be surprised that the 49ers do not bring in what you see as, as a, a splash to replace those, like, like at right tackle. I don't see us doing a splash at tackle to replace McGlinchey. Um, I don't see us doing a splash at safety to replace Gibson or, or it's going to be one of those. You're going to see a lot of vanilla from the 49ers. And I think you're going to see uh, 49ers Twitter lose their mind. It's okay. my favorite flavor. It's my it favorite flavor. I'm all about that vanilla latte, man. Like, <laughs> like when I when I go to the coffee shop, it's a vanilla latte, and that's how it is, man. It's the best way to go. Ah, oh, awesome, man. What a great show, man. I appreciate you educating me and being the bad guy on all those trades. And so uh, direct all hate mail to Johnny Dale's Football Academy. Um, anyway, no, don't do that. Don't do that. He's the best. So, Johnny, thank you for your time. Everybody else, I really appreciate you. And until next time, that's going to do it for us here. Till that time, stay strong, faithful. Time for the 49ers Rush Podcast. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.